Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about the five love languages. Now, I did a video on this before, but it's been a long time, probably over a year, mm -hmm. that was called What's a Love Language? It's a good video, you could go back and review that one. But today we're going to talk about it a little bit more because, well, we've had like 500 videos and we've only talked about it once. And it's a nifty concept. It really is. It's like a nice tool to have in your toolbox. Right. So let's explain what a love language is for those of you guys that may not know. Just let me tell you a little bit about Gary Chapman, who is the man who came up with this concept. Mm -hmm. He's a pastor and had been a marriage counselor for many, many years. And he began to see that somehow his very well-meaning couples weren't communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. So he went back and looked through his notes and he five, found five cat categories where people most often try and express their love for each other. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it works and sometimes it didn't work at all. And it's interesting when you figure out or learn why. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, number one. So we're, we're going to say what the five are. We're going to go through the five. Well, let, let's say, can we explain what it is a little bit? Like, what is a love language, right? A love language is a way that you like to be loved, right? right? right. It's the simplest way of looking at it. Like, each person likes to be loved differently. So you might like to be loved in a different way that than your partner like right. to be loved. And so there are five main ones that we're going to talk about because the way you may be giving or have given love to your partner may and often is the way that you like to get love. Love, right. And your partner may have a whole different preference. So when you did this thing for them that you're like, I don't understand, this was, this is what made me feel yeah. love. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make them feel doesn't love. doesn't make me feel love. So we're going to talk about the five. All right. The first one. Some people like words of affirmation. You look really nice today, Craig. I like that one. Um, I thought you did a really good job on that last video. I thought I did too. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of them. There are some people who really, really appreciate uh, verbal affirmations. And Reverend Chapman talks about love tanks. We all have a love tank. And it can be full or empty or mm -hmm. any place in between. Okay, but let's... Let's make sure they don't confuse love tank with one of the affirmations, okay? okay? Right. So, words of affirmation, maybe you have a, a partner that really likes to be told, you are so beautiful, I love how great you look, or your eyes are so amazing, you're so gorgeous. I mean, I want to hear all those things, Margaret. Of course. Your eyes <laughs> but, are gorgeous. Thank you. It's about uh, time she said that, right? Right. But your partner may like to really hear that. and. That may not be important for you at all, but if it is for them, you got to give them the love language that they need from you. So. To make it an affirmation, Reverend Chapman gives us an example here. You might say to someone, you're a, you're a great driver. 
-hmm. Better would be to say, I feel so safe when you're driving, you really know how to drive in the city. In other words, I'm giving him the credit for knowing how to drive in mm -hmm. a way that, that is beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Some people live for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Acts of service. So this is a separate love language. Right. Right. This is number two. Yep. Acts of service. Right. Performing thoughtful gestures that you think will please your partner. To some use, people love this. And some people don't. Yeah. To use this language, it is necessary to speak your partner's dialect, which requires knowing him or her well enough to know what he or she really likes. Mm -hmm. For example, um, if he appreciates, or if she appreciates, works better here, if she appreciates a clean car, you could surprise her by washing her car. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to go wrong when you make her favorite food or make certain her favorite shirt is clean for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Now those are really nice things. Um, but if she has a totally different love language, suppose she enjoys quality time, which is another one, mm -hmm. she might prefer you sit and talk to her to washing the car. Absolutely. Okay. And that's why it's really important to understand yeah. what not only your partner's love language is, but also well, yours. yours is. Yes. That way you can communicate with them what you need and what's important to you. Yeah. And hopefully they'll be responsive to it. So acts of service is big. Like, how come I have to ask you 500 times to take out the trash? That's right. Well, for them, that might be really, really important, and to you, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. What's she getting so upset about? Or um, maybe they do all these acts of service for you, but you're like, I don't really want them to do that. Yeah. you got to explain to them, I'm, I am appreciative of that, but what I would really love from you, and then you explain your uh, love language to them. I remember you're having a partner who wanted you to know when she wanted you to vacuum. Yes. So she was into acts of service mm -hmm. and I don't think it had occurred to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, yes. And one of the things that we could get into a little bit with that is that they intuit or they expect you to intuit what they need. Right. As human beings, we all sometimes expect people to intuit what we need because when we were pre-verbal, our mothers had to do that That's or right. we still wouldn't be here. Um, they had to feed us and, and do all of those things that we needed. So in a pre-verbal life, we had people intuit what we needed. But once we have words, we have to ask. Mm -hmm. and, and not everybody has the ability to express and explain what their needs are. Right. And here's a clue for you. If you have a partner that says, you should know, that means they expect you to know what they need if they haven't told you 500 times. You know what, uh, that's easy. The next day you say to them, what do you need today? Mm -hmm. Is this something you especially need me to support you with or do for you today? What will make you happy today? But it can be frustrating to be with a partner that can't express what yes. they need. They get angry at you and resent you when you don't Yes, they do. And I've had him. people say to me, well, he knows what I want. Did you tell him? No then no, he doesn't know. And then if I get him in and say, did you know what she wanted? Because I had absolutely no idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've had some girlfriends yeah. that were like that yeah. and it made me nuts. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I'd be like, so frustrated, like, how am I supposed to know that? You should know. I've also heard, it doesn't count if I have to tell you. Yes, it does. Give that one up. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. No matter how much we love each other, we can't read each other's minds. That's why we have words. And that's an interesting thing to say. Yeah. It doesn't count if I have to tell you. Yeah, you should know. 
What do you think that comes from, Margaret? Pre-verbal anticipation of need. Um, and I, we all have it. Yeah. Uh, we all have it to some extent. And, you know, I can't read your mind. As much as I love you, I, can't, I will do my best to anticipate your needs if we're together and we're going to be. Mm -hmm. But I can't always do that because I don't read minds. Yeah. But it's interesting that they would get angry. Absolutely And they angry. don't count the act if yeah. they had to ask you for the act. Right. right. So I remind them that communication doesn't make it less worthwhile. Yeah. You know? And maybe next time you will intuit it or sometime down the road, you know? Um, quality time. That's something we see little of these days. Mm -hmm. um, if your partner complains that you never spend time with him or her, love language is quality time. And there are many people who want quality time for love language. That probably is my favorite. I, I think love so. quality. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. You like, you like to talk. You like to sit, sit quietly. Quality time, yeah. More than just... Or doing an experience, you yeah, know what I mean? Going yeah, to do something fun. Yeah, together. Yeah. More than just spending minutes, hours, or days in proximity to each other, quality time means totally focusing on him, her, and your relationship. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the most... One of the main dialectics of quality time, says Reverend Chapman, is quality conversation. And it's not just talking. Practice active listening. What's active listening? That's what therapists do for a living. Mm -hmm. And how do, you, how do you feel I about wasn't that? Listening. What? <laughs> That's how not to do it. Um, but I'm listening to what you say. Uh, really listening to what you say. Mm -hmm. um, and not being listened to is one of people's chief complaints in any relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, or being ignored in any way. And it doesn't mean while being on your cell phone. I saw an article, I didn't do anything with it for today, but it said that cell phones can ruin marriages. I can believe it. I believe it. Yeah. There's two more. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Acts of service. Acts of service. Quality time. Quality time. The next one is giving gifts. Oh. Yeah. But they don't have to be huge expensive gifts. Um, I think it's just something tangible that you give them that you thought of and you know it symbolizes love i'm giving you something nice particularly yeah. if i wrapped it up <laughs> Pe yeah people like the idea that you were thinking of them yeah yeah so gift giving is now it's interesting because if you have a partner that is really into gift giving chances are you really don't care about when you get gifts no right yeah Right? I'm the same no, way. I don't care. I don't need gifts. Yeah. Like, that's not one of the things that I get, right. like, excited about. And so I found that a lot of the times your, your partner will often enjoy a um, love language that you wouldn't necessarily care about. And that's why it's so important to learn what they are. And that's why it's often so difficult. Because you're trying to give them the very thing that you don't care about. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And um, the last one is physical touch. Mm -hmm. That's well, a good one. We all love physical <laughs> touch. It releases all those wonderful hormones for us. And if you pat me on the head, I'll wag my tail for the rest of the day. <laughs> physical touch is important to me. Yeah. Um, but not important to everybody. Not, not as important to yeah. everybody. We're all different. Um, and this guy talks about a poor husband who, and when you read what the poor man did every week, he did the laundry. Um, he vacuumed every Thursday night, he did this, he did that, and she said, thank you for doing things around the house. 
and he really felt like he had given her a gift, a bouquet of flowers, mm -hmm. uh, something, and she didn't respond to that at all. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, what's a guy got to do? Yeah, and Maybe he said, what's, <laughs> what's a guy got to do, right? Yeah, to get some attention and appreciation from you. Apparently... Yeah, maybe it's words of affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. it was some quality time. Right. Who knows? Right. Um, now, if you want to look this up on the computer, it's very easily found under the five love languages. Mm -hmm. And they have a quiz you can take um, to tell you what your love language probably is and what your partner's love language probably mm -hmm. is. So if you're interested, I would encourage you to look at it. It's very handy information. Yeah. It's just a helpful tool to consider and yeah. think about when you're assessing yourself, maybe your partner, maybe yeah. where you went wrong, maybe where you didn't give them something that they need and they told you they needed. Right, right. I talked to someone today who said um, he and his, they had broken up, of course, that's why they were calling me. Um, but I have faith that they'll get back together because they spent enormous amounts of quality time together talking. So, I mean, they had gotten on the same page, they had found a love language they could both speak, and I was kind of helpful for them, you know, hopeful for them, um, that they might be able to make it. But it doesn't make any difference what your love languages are. And it's, remember, it's okay to tell people what you want. Absolutely. I'm going to have it's a, very important that yeah, you do. I'm going to have a difficult week this week. I apologize in advance if I'm grubby, grumpy, and cause you trouble. And if you take me out to dinner in the middle of the week, we'll probably both get along better. Well, that's better than three fights, isn't it? Sure is. Yeah. Tell people what you what you need and what you're going to need. Absolutely. Yeah. And you better take that dog for a walk. <laughs> Why? Because it needs some quality time? Yes, it needs quality time with you. Yes. All right. So hopefully you found this helpful. I hope it's helpful. And you can evaluate yourself a little bit more and your ex or think about it for future partners. Okay. I think it'll help. I think so too. I think it's a brilliant idea. It's been on the bestseller list for years, yeah. on the New York bestseller list, so yep. many people have appreciated it. So when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. And many of you have signed up and it's wonderful. I'm enjoying talking with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of my website and you can sign up with her there. And you can talk with either of us or both of us. Absolutely. Many times. of you do. Yeah. Um, be sure to subscribe to the channel. I always forget to tell you guys. And add me on Twitter if you like. I add things on there that are fun and interesting that you can't normally see in the videos. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. When we'll spend I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different, and every breakup is different. Work with me, and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below, or go to my website, AskCraig.net.